to new rock stars. This is the big question. The show that gives you too much information about where you should sit when you have lunch in the MCU cafeteria. You gotta know which clique you belong to, and let me tell you, I'm not with the Avengers. My name is Jessica Clemens, <laughs> and I'm here. I'm not sitting. I'm not sitting with those narcs. You're out of your mind. Actually, it depends on the 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 one. You know how like there's cliques and there's version like, the two Avengers. Cool. Yeah, version yeah, two. Yeah. Absolutely, we're good to go. Yeah, the, yeah. But there's like the narcs, and then they have one little cool one in the narc, and I unfortunately think that's Captain America. Uh, but my mm. name is Jessica Clemens, the and cool I'm here. Okay. Well, he, I think it's the cool narc because of Civil War. We everything has to be brought back to Civil War when you guys it's are true. thinking about the Avengers every time. Um, everything. Speaking of uh, Captain America, Chris Evans here, uh, Brandon Barrick. <laughs> oh no way! No way! Yes, yes. So yes. flattering. So after you oh. after you dressed up as Iron Man though, I'm like, no, he does resemble Tony Stark. Too I got much. a lot of Tony energy, none of the money, ooh, but lots of the energy. Ooh, I don't know if I want. I don't want any of that. I'd rather have his money and none <laughs> of his energy. Yeah, that's very true. Oh my god! So we're here today for big question. What's the big question today, Brandon? Well, I'm glad you asked, Jessica. You know, we've been hearing a lot of terms for the different heroes and villains in the MCU lately, but do they have any actual definitions? Is there a true classification system at work here? It all leads us to this week's big question. What are the differences between enhanced, superhumans, inhumans, mutants, and others within the MCU? I'm sorry if you can hear me clapping. I'm trying to golf clap. No, I like it. Because this is a very fun question. And also, people watching are probably like, oh, maybe it doesn't matter. It does matter. We've been throwing these words around too much with no... No ties. Yeah. We're like, we needed to be well, set in and, stone right now. And I get a little sus when like government officials start using terms for people, start separating them out. It's dangerous. Uh, but let's let's see if we can really parse out the language being used yes. here and see if we can come up with some classifications for all these people. And I think it, some of these might work like Venn diagrams too. We'll get into it, but there's, mm. you know, you can throw some labels around for, di- for different groups. Uh, so let's, ta- let's start with the term enhanced, okay? We first heard the term used by Cap back in Avengers Age of Ultron when they encountered Quicksilver, a.k.a. Pietro Maximoff, outside the Hydro Research Facility in Sokovia. He's all like, we got enhanced on the fields. I'm narking, I'm narking, we got enhanced. So this term was most likely used in place of the term mutant, right? Because you have to remember, at the time, Fox owned the rights to the Marvel mutants, uh, but there was some legal gray area because some of the mutants had also been Avengers, so there was some joint custody going on. It's how we got two different Quicksilvers at the same time in two different cinematic universes, right? Mm-hmm. But now Disney owns everything. They own them all. They bought it all up, uh, and they can slowly start using the terms again as they see fit. But at the time when like Age of Ultron came out, they couldn't say the word mutant. They couldn't say it. So they said mm-hmm. enhanced, okay? But calling yeah. both Pietro and Wanda Maximoff uh, enhanced, and eventually some other characters as well, does make a lot of sense, right? Uh, They're normal humans whose abilities were enhanced by an object. Okay, true. It's why you could also it's all it's why you could also refer to Kamala Khan as enhanced, uh, since the bangle appeared to give her abilities, right? Or at least it might have uh, through the the powers may have been innate inside of her. The bangle enhanced it. I think this is this yeah one hundred percent. But that is the problem I have with the term. Is because it's like just right. because because technically um, Thor could be an enhanced individual when he's using a weapon, well, like when he's using Mjolnir. Yeah, yeah, you could say that that gives him more power. Uh, uh-huh. We we don't really know yet for sure yeah. with Miss Marvel, right? And also, mm-hmm. 
Agent Cleary of the DODC calling her enhanced because he assumes something has given her those powers uh, that he saw displayed in the cell phone video. You know, we're hearing the term used by him and maybe he doesn't understand what her yes. powers are yet. And he's calling everybody enhanced because in his mind, no one's born with powers. Mm -hmm. They all get them from mm -hmm. somewhere else, right? Which, low-key, high-key, very racist. <laughs> he is problematic. <laughs> the DODC is hella no problematic. problematic. We already we clearly saw that with the interrogation and them just yeah. doing horrible things. Oh, we talked but about I it think, last week here on Big Question. They're oh, problematic did you? Oh, for sure. Thank you. But also, I think that's why the terms of these are all like very human terms and not coming right. from any of the people with superpowers, period. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. What do, what do they want to be called? Let's ask them. Let's ask them. But you also have other Avengers, such as Captain America and Iron Man, that you could consider it as enhanced, since Steve Rogers had the super soldier serum mm -hmm. and Tony Stark had the Iron Man suit. Mm -hmm. Both of these objects enhanced their otherwise regular human abilities, right? So I think it's safe to define enhanced as a normal human who has their abilities enhanced by some external force. I think that's a, you think that's a good definition for enhanced? I think so. And also it is what it is. Enhanced. It's someone that's enhanced. And like your Thor example, right? Yes, the Mjolnir might enhance some of his powers, but he has innate powers, right? He yeah. was born well, with that. I think the term enhanced is going to be the Venn diagram. That one, that right. word itself. It's going to encompass is, a lot of things. It's going to encompass a lot of people. Because I think it is just having... A lot, everyone's enhanced, technically. I'm enhanced. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's hey. why they're heroes, right? That's why they're heroes. Yeah, that's true. There's a couple, true, true. and we'll get into these in our next category, but like people like Natasha Romanoff and Clint Barton, Kate Bishop, not really enhanced. No, because, okay, so you have to have the power beforehand. If you're just a normal, so like Batman isn't an enhanced because they're just no. humans. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, they're just humans. They're just normal humans that can fight very well or just have eagle eyes. Yeah, and Tony Stark being like a super genius, that does not make him enhanced. But building the Iron Man suit yes. makes him enhanced because now he makes has a power. Yeah. Well, now let, let's talk about superhumans, okay? This term seems to be relatively new to the MCU. Uh, I couldn't find like a, a being used uh, anywhere in the movies before Endgame, right? Uh, there's been descriptions of individuals having superhuman strength. They said that uh, in Black Panther. Uh, but in the trailer for She-Hulk, we have a government official classifying the individuals as superhuman. Uh, he's saying like we're starting a superhuman law division, right? So what do we think this means exactly? Uh, mm -hmm. I would think it applies to any human that exhibits superior strength, speed, reflexes, healing ability, etc. Basically, a human plus. Right? If you have superhuman strength or superhuman speed, it means that your strength or your speed is more than beyond what a normal human is capable Absolutely. of doing. I think <laughs> I can't wait for the person in the MCU to be like a superhero, a superhuman like lawyer firm. And they're like, you say soup for her? And it's like, no, super, super, superhuman. <laughs> and someone's like, I thought you said soup. I'm not going in there. I thought you served soup here. Where's my soup? What the hell is this? I don't have a law. I don't need a law. <laughs> I need some soup. I need some soup. I, I need, need some bisque. soup. I need some bisque. I feel like that's the confusion in the boys. People are constantly like soup, 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 soup. But no one, no <laughs> one says tomato bisque. Nobody says a tomato yeah. bisque. Where's the bisque? Uh, they the turn bisque? them into tomato bisque. Oh, all let, the me time. Tell, let me tell oh you about God. it. Let me Ooh. tell you about it. Uh, check into the boys it. underground every Friday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. I think they're just yeah. yeah superhumans are just 
be yeah yes keep going continue i yeah, agree they're they're humans plus right so mm-hmm. there's probably some overlap between enhanced and superhuman like mm-hmm. we were talking about for example you have steve rogers is an enhanced individual that you would also consider superhuman but not all of our hu- heroes are superhuman and we talked about them earlier but both natasha romanoff and clinton barton would be considered more peak human right they're at the very top of the abilities of a human but they're yeah. not going beyond yeah. what's possible. Yeah. They're peak human. Peak human. Uh, oh, God, something yeah, I'll never be. At, yeah, I will never be a peak human performing at the peak of my abilities. Just average, please. Thank you so much. And someone like Thor should not be considered superhuman as, he's as a title. He's not human because he, he's not human. Exactly. He yeah. has superhuman abilities, but that's only like a term of measurement. Like, for example, you could say a car has 200 horsepower, but it's not a super horse, right? It's still a car. <laughs> We're just measuring its speed by horsepower, which is insane. Great old Jerry Seinfeld bit about why are we still using the term horsepower? It's just mean to horses. They can't compete. Uh, it's not fair. But that's that's the measurement we had at the time when cars came around. So we're like, oh, that car's like two horsepower. It's like two horses. Uh, but it's not a super horse. It's not a super Yeah, it's horse. not a super horse. Thor is an alien god. If anything, he's super Asgardian, not superhuman, right? He's stronger than your standard Asgardian, who are already strong. Uh, and he has superhuman strength, but he's not a superhuman. That Thor ain't no superhuman. That ain't no human. I've never seen a human like that That ain't before. no human. It literally. I ain't never seen such a beautiful man yeah. with golden hair. <laughs> My favorite line in Hercules, the Disney movie, is when he knocks over all of the, like, the podiums, and someone's like, he's too dangerous to be around normal people. <laughs> that's, that's that's Thor with the humans, just like Hercules. Yeah, shouldn't pretty be, much. Shouldn't be around normal yeah. people, because he's not a normal person. He's a god. <laughs> no. He's breaking coffee cups at the, at the diner yeah. all the time. Another. He's problematic. Yeah, he is. But I love him. I love them. I love them. Okay, Jessica. So we mentioned Miss Marvel earlier, who in the comics is technically an inhuman. So let's get into inhumans. Uh, And we're not far enough in the show yet to confirm if the MCU's Kamala Khan is in fact an inhuman. We Mm -hmm. haven't gotten that far. We're still watching the show when we're recording this. But we did have Black Bolt appear in the Multiverse of Madness, showing that there are in fact inhumans within the broader universes of the MCU, right? Outside of the 616, there's definitely Inhumans. And there was also maybe an Inhumans TV show at some point, but I don't really remember, Jessica. I can't recall ever seeing Wait, it. like, uh, like an Inhumans TV show? I don't think those there was, exist There was anymore. an Inhumans TV show, no, there was, but we don't like to talk an, about it. Why don't we, we like to talk, talk about, about it? Because it it's not a good show. What show? Don't okay, like wait, it. are we thinking but, about two different shows? What show are you saying? There was a TV show called Inhumans are you talking that about, was oh. on ABC. I did not watch that f-ing show. Okay, never mind. I am an, I, mean, I am an on this show. I didn't watch the show. For some reason, for a minute, I thought you were talking about either Legion or you were talking about um, no. 97. 97. I'll talk um, about Legion all, all the time. And I'll talk about X-Men 97 as yeah. soon as it comes out. I was like, those are both <laughs> not talking about Inhumans. <laughs> no, nah, I didn't there watch that. There wasn't an Inhumans TV show, <laughs> but it does not exist in within X, uh, MCU 616. It's way out there somewhere. Go watch it if you're feeling no, don't. It, but it's I not didn't great even watch it. I watched it. the trailer and was like, I don't need to watch this. Yeah. It's the same actor who plays Black Bolt. They did bring him into Multiverse of Madness, but mm. there's a there's a possibility that they are going to bring them into the 616 yeah. MCU. So we're going to include them on this list, okay? Inhumans are known scientifically as Inhomo Supremus. Uh, and what they are are they're altered human beings 
that came about as a result of experiments committed on prehistoric humans by the Cree, our good friends the Cree. By using a process known as teragenesis, an inhuman can unlock the augmentation within their DNA to activate their abilities. Uh, teragenesis uh, uses the mist from teragen crystals, which were also created by the Cree technology. And because of their advanced genetics, uh, inhumans tend to live longer, about 150 years. Now, why did the Cree make, make inhumans, you ask? Well, the Cree were performing these experiments on prehistoric humans thousands of years ago in an attempt to build a weapon to use in their mini wars that they just love having. However, they got spooked when the Supreme Intelligence had a prophecy that warned that inhumans would eventually take down the Cree. So they abandoned their experiments. They left them on Earth thinking they would just die out in this ancient Earth, but they didn't. They lived on and they formed their own secret hidden society and they have cute little ceremonies where they do teragenesis and they're like, oh, look at your powers. Uh, you can have the powers without the teragenesis, but it's, it helps unlock mm. them, basically. It's like a big ceremony for them. Uh, yeah. Now, we don't know how much the inhuman species will play a role in the 616 MCU, but if they are thinking of introducing them fully, we could hear the term inhuman much more often. And the way things are going on Miss Marvel, I feel like they might be leaning towards this inhuman storyline. And they easily could just drop it, and that could be the opening door to the, like secret invasion. It could be not the yeah. opening door, but like this is a big deal. And the career we're gonna see the Kree again in Secret Invasion. So it's like, ooh, this could be crazy. Yeah. I mean, honestly, <laughs> I thought when they bought when Disney bought the rights to the mutants back. I thought for sure, like, oh, they'll never touch Inhumans ever again. Because, like, yes, the Inhumans were invented, like, in the 70s, but they weren't very popular in Marvel Comics. But during the time when, like, Disney and Marvel didn't own the film rights to the mutants, the comic books stopped doing the mutants, and they got rid of a lot of mutants, and they stopped making new mutants. Yeah. And they kind of focused on doing Inhumans instead, which are very, there's very, there's big similarities between Inhumans and mutants. We'll get into mutants here in a second. Mm. But I thought they would never really bring them into the MCU, but it seems like with Kamala Khan, they're trying to like maybe go down that storyline. Now, she didn't do a Terrigen Mist thing, right? The bangle yeah. is not Terrigenesis. Uh, but like they, like I said, Inhumans have the power like inside of them already. Mm. And, it, and a lot of times it gets unlocked through teragenesis. If yeah. this bangle is doing some sort of weird, you know, version of teragenesis, we might find that out. I don't know. Uh, I think also we'll we're, the, uh, there, it's not saying that there couldn't be a Kree there that still has the teragen mist and can release right, it. Right, exactly. Um, just because she found her powers first doesn't mean later on in the episode that they can, like, still use it to unleash this Unlock chaos. even more powers. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, that, and you're right, Jessica, that could be when she transitions from this, like, hard light to actually like embiggening herself. Yeah, I think. Uh, and not using the, the light, right? Mutants? You said mutants? Yeah, let's talk about mutants, Jessica. Now, this is the classification we are all very impatiently waiting for in the MCU. We want the mutants, baby. Mutants, also known as Homo superior, are humans with mutations caused by X genes in their DNA. Most mutations manifest around the age of puberty, usually tied to some tragic or traumatic event. Uh, but some some mutants do have powers straight from birth, which can be very problematic. Oh my god. This is all based on the comics, of course, as we haven't confirmed mutants within the 616 MCU. Though, though, there were hints that Wanda and perhaps even Pietro had powers before their exposure to the Mind Stone. If you recall, these hints came from the flashback in WandaVision when the Stark bomb crashes into the Maximoff house but mm. doesn't explode. 
Pietro may have saved Wanda in that initial crash by moving at super speed to like pull her away. He didn't even know he was doing it, right? While Wanda, we know for sure, definitely prevented the bomb from exploding with her chaos magic, right? Agatha Harkness kind of confirmed that. Now, are they going to say her chaos magic is a mutation? I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see about that. But I assume that however we have confirmed mutants in the 616 MCU, their biology will still be tied to the X gene because that's like super important for mutants. Yeah. I think... I don't know if they're going to say, like, mutants have always been there. We just haven't talked about them. I think that they might bring all the mutants in from another universe that's getting yes. destroyed. I don't know how they're going to do it. I mean, a lot of times during WandaVision, right, Jessica, we thought that, like, the hex itself was going to activate all the mutants. Like, yeah. it was going to explode and send all this energy out throughout the world and just turn on people's X genes, like, out of nowhere. Yeah. I think they're going to bring I was, like, thinking they'll bring them from a different universe, but that would be so abrupt and so chaotic to be, like, who opens all these portals and allows them all in from different universe? Uh, unless, right. I don't know. By the way, that's up to Kevin Feige. Can't wait for him to decide. <laughs> to He's laying awake at night gavel. like, how am I going to do this? He's like, how am I gonna oh, do this? the fans are constantly up at night keeping me awake. There's someone calling his night, his house every yeah. night just breathing, being like, mutants. Mutants. Kevin Feige, yo, at the mutants. It was like, I'm trying, how'd you get my phone number? I gotta change it every goddamn minute. Do you like mutant movies, Kevin Feige? What's your favorite <laughs> mutant movie? <laughs> Stop calling me. I would go insane if I was Kevin Feige. I would literally oh, slowly lose my mind and yeah. my brain would melt. I would have retired by now. I would have oh, like, be out. someone else I'd deal be with this. Out. I'd be like, you can have yeah. it. Anybody else can have it. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> so mutants, we can certainly classify some of them as superhuman, right? Depending on their mutation, they have like superhuman strength, speed, whatever. Uh, and there is evidence from the comics that mutants can also be exposed to the teragenesis process uh, that the inhumans go through. But there are usually very bad results for the mutants when that happens. It usually kills a mutant. <laughs> so uh, don't do that. Don't do it, guys. Okay, so one more category I want to talk about is aliens. And that seems really easy, right? Because, like, anyone who's not from Earth is an alien. Boom, bada-boom, got it. And that would be, like, a ton of characters within the MCU. But what does that mean about the gods, Jessica? Should we classify mm -hmm. gods as aliens? Do you think, like, all gods are aliens? That's like, I think question. Thor is for sure, right? Thor's an alien. Odin's an alien. Yeah, well, if uh, Thor's being referred to an alien, why couldn't the rest of them be referred to as aliens? Right, because uh, they're, they're basically, a lot of the gods are just aliens who live on, like, another yeah. planet or a different dimension and, like, visit Earth. And our big, dumb, dumb, idiot ancestors were like, these are gods, because they didn't understand the concept of other worlds and all that stuff. Right. What do, what do we think about like the Egyptian gods, though? Should we consider them aliens? It's such a hard question. Uh, so I Googled it. Uh, <laughs> I was like, what? Google that bitch. Um, I guess I don't know if I consider gods alien. I guess for me, it's like, have they touched down on Earth? Because that would make mm. them foreign to Earth, which makes them aliens. Right. And then well, I will say, like, with the Egyptian gods uh, in the comics, they were created by, they were all created by Adam, uh, who was like created by one of the elder gods. I forget which oh, one. I think Gaia Adam or something created <laughs> Atom. Adam no, it's like A-T-U-M, Atom, okay, right? She creates Atom to help fight, to kill all the dinosaurs, one, which was kind of messed up. Uh, mm -hmm. Because like Set, Set, who was an elder god, 
uh, was like ruling the planet with dinosaurs. So she creates Adam to help kill all these things. Uh, and then Adam basically goes off to the celestial Heliopolis and creates all the other Egyptian gods. So Adam was maybe like, could, could be considered like superhuman earthling mm. who then goes away and then becomes an alien, I don't know, or like creates a bunch of aliens. But mm -hmm. I think most of like those like gods are aliens. But this brings up like the big G gods, right, yeah. Jessica? Like That's Infinity, what I'm talking about, yeah. Dormammu, Galactus, the Watchers, Celestials. I don't consider them aliens. I consider them like gods. I guess the Watcher, they, they were a race of aliens, right? Why can't well, they be both? Well, I guess they could why, be both. Why can't they be both? The way to think about it is like gods is a very human term. Yeah, uh, or yeah very, that's like, true. That's true. It's a very planet-level yeah. term, right? Because Gore is using the term god. But like if most gods are just aliens from other planets or dimensions, uh, and then you have that, that, that's what they are. And then you have like the big G gods like infinity they're like outside of the universe almost in like a yeah. different way like the watcher he comes from a race of aliens but they're super advanced alien species so mm -hmm. much advanced that i think you could call them big g gods because they're beyond the realm of like normal mm -hmm. humanity i also want to reiterate what i said before these terms were created by the human beings not by yeah, everybody yeah. who we're calling aliens and who we're calling gods except for the gods the gods right. did call themselves gods but um, yeah. we came up with these terms, so there's going to be so many times that they, again, then diagram themselves or cross streams. Cause it's like, cross streams is a weird word, a weird phrase to use. Cause it makes sure. No, we can use, theme. it was used in Ghostbusters to much, oh. much success. Okay. There you go. We cross streams. That one's a really hard question. I don't think I personally can answer <laughs> gods versus aliens. Cause I want to still call them all aliens. Cause they're all still physical beings. And most of them are just aliens. They're just aliens. They're just aliens. They're creatures somewhere else. Yeah. Just, they're not gods to me. I'm they're not. A, <laughs> they ain't Dormammu's my God. Not they ain't my, my God. Dormammu no, ain't my no, God. The Celestials, He's something though. else entirely. No, the Watchers. <laughs> if I was, you guys are so lucky I'm not in the MCU. Because if I got even, <laughs> I would just be picking my gods based off which one was the coolest. Yeah. And I would probably choose yeah, yeah. the Watcher if I found out the Watchers existed. I'd be like, that's my god. <laughs> that's my god. <laughs> that's my god right the there. Watcher. Always watching. Never AKA appearing. MT. That's my god. <laughs> MT and Jay Washington. My gods. Okay. But yeah, I digress. That's a hard question. That's so freaking hard. Yeah. <laughs> But those are our classifications, Jessica. Like, I think those, that, I think we did a good job kind of parsing them out. Mm -hmm. uh, and like we said, there's a lot of Venn diagram, a lot of cross streams. Uh, you can have multiple labels as a hero in the MCU. But hopefully this helps uh, kind of put some of them into categories. You know what you should do? And I don't know if this is a big mm. question or just a TikTok, but you should go through like all of the MCU superheroes, the ones that showed up in the MCU, and classify them as superhuman alien mm. uh inhuman mutant just because they do cross streams so often that it's like yeah if you give me a list they're all gonna be the same like thor is gonna be right, two right. everyone is at least two classifications if you're one yeah, you're a loser you're a hella lame <laughs> if you're just one if you only you're got one lame. classification you suck you suck you suck hey loser i'm looking you at you just superhumans uh you guys suck <laughs> she's <laughs> coming after aliens. hawkeye look out Look I'm out. like, oh, I was thinking, I was mainly thinking, I love him to death, but I was like, Bucky, you're just, just what? You just got that extra. No, I guess Bucky has a lot going on. Never, Captain America. 
and he's, he's an superhuman. Ant- and he's super, so yeah, he's two. God dang it. No, it is just Captain America. He's got an arm also, now, too. That's definitely enhanced. That's what I was saying. I was like, yeah, he's inhuman because the arm, and that's like Wakanda tech, too. So it's like that alone by itself is enough. And then you got him getting juiced up and being a sleeper yeah, yeah. agent. Would you? Yeah. So, I, okay, sorry to go back really quick. So, no, no. people like when I when you were talking about um, super inhumans or superhumans, I was thinking enhanced would have to be like it would have to be technology is the separation between the two or like the right like you have Bucky who Some, is superhuman, but the bionic yeah. arm is the enhanced part. But people like. Uh, uh, Captain America, we wouldn't call enhanced with the shield because it's just a shield. It's not like. Well, no, you wouldn't call him enhanced because of the shield. You would call him enhanced because of the super soldier serum that he oh, got. The super soldier enhanced serum. him and made him a superhuman. Like yeah, Ant Man, so, right? Okay. He's only. Ant Man would only be enhanced because he wears be enhanced. a suit, which gives him the ability. This is so fun. I actually like putting these people in the categories because it also shows you who should be <laughs> on your team and who shouldn't be on your team. But thank you, Brandon. Be sure to head to newrockstarsmerch.com to grab our newest, latest obsession shirt, Cosmic Daydream. This shirt, inspired by Miss Marvel and designed partially by Philip Molina, is a limited edition and won't mm. last long. And when you buy the latest obsession shirt, you unlock the opportunity to get a custom shout out on Inside Marvel on our Miss Marvel after show hosted by uh, Papa Eric Voss and Papa MT. <laughs> Check out all our <laughs> awesome merch options over at NewRockstarsMerch.com. And before we dive into our bite-sized questions next, some words from the people to help us bring the question to you. Bomba's mission is simple. Make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. So when you buy Bomba's, you are also giving to someone in need. Bomba's designed their socks, shirts, and underwear to be the clothes you can't wait to put on every day. Everything they make is soft, seamless, tagless, and has a cozy feel. They come in tons of options, like comfy performance styles made with sweat-wicking yarns, which means your feet stay cool while the rest of you works up a sweat. Bomba's no-show socks are designed for comfort while being specially engineered to never fall down. So let your ankles be free to soak up the sunlight. I love Bomba socks. I'm wearing a pair right now. Uh, I love their ankle socks all the time. They look great. No show on my shoes. Uh, they look, my ankles stay nice and sunny. Uh, and plus their socks like never slip down. They're never like, uh, a lot of ankle socks, I feel like they slip off so easily. Bombas never do that. They're the best socks. I love them. They're so great. But Bombas also makes t-shirts with thoughtful design features like invisible seams, soft fabrics, and the perfect weight so they hang just right on your body. Bombas underwear is so breathable and fits so well, it feels like you're wearing nothing at all in a good way, in a way you won't get in trouble for. And did you know that socks, underwear, and t-shirts are the three most requested clothing items at homeless shelters? That's why Bombas donates one for every item you buy. So far, Bombas customers like you have helped donate over 50 million items of essential clothing, and that's awesome. Go to bombas.com slash big question and get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash big question for 20% off. Bombas.com slash big question. And now it's on to our bite-sized <laughs> question. Oh, home, home, home. Oh, that's not bite size. You're eating the hell out of that. That's, <laughs> that they're, they're little bites. They're little, it's an amuse bouche being passed around. An amuse bouche? Is that what the thing yeah. in Pac Man eats? The little balls? Because that's what it looked like. You were straight <laughs> up munching on that. Okay. Mon- How do ow, ow, ow. the back to tanks work in the Star Wars universe? How do you rent one also? I need to know for a friend. Ask you for oh, a friend. I know, dude. I need a, I need a back to tank. 
I mean, we're all familiar with one of the most OP devices in the Star Wars universe, and I ain't talking lightsabers. I'm talking about that Bacta tank. It's the tubular machine filled with Bacta fluid that appears to heal everything from hypothermia and wild animal trauma to being burned alive by your teacher. But how does it work, you might ask? Uh, well, it's all about the Bacta. The tank itself doesn't do much other than to help hold the Bacta uh, in place so that you can put it all over your body. Uh, and it seems that you need to be fully submerged in order for the Bacta to do its job. Uh, though we have seen Bacta patches used in Clone Wars, like just a little patch of Bacta. Uh, and there were instances of like Bacta being injected directly. But for the most part, you got to be totally submerged uh, with a little breather, which I think is insane. And if I woke up inside of that thing, I would freak out. I can't believe they do that to people who have been traumatized. Awful. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, it is all about the Bacta fluid itself. But what is Bacta fluid? Well, it's a liquid created by the Vratics, also known as Typharians from the planet of Typhera. Uh, they're these large praying mantis-looking species, uh, very frightening-looking, but man, the Bacta is great. They invented Bacta over 4,000 years before the Battle of Yavin, uh, and Bacta could only be made on Typhera, and that's because the, the resources that were needed to make it were abundant on that planet. Uh, Bacta consists of red alasi, which is a bacterium found from fungus that grow in Typhera, and cavum, which is uh, secreted from the glands of the Vratics. But thankfully, it can also be made synthetically, but the OG stuff like came out of their bodies. They mix these two things uh, with the viscous fluid known as ambori, and boom, you got yourself some delicious Bacta. Bacta replaced the previously used Colto healing juice, which was just some dumb ocean water from the planet of Manan. <laughs> Bacta's way cooler. It comes from bug juice. Awesome. So once you're submerged in the Bacta tank, the bacterial particles in the Bacta promote rapid tissue growth and prevent scarring. Awesome. At one point, the companies of the Zoltan Corporation and the Zuckfer Corporation both made Bacta. Uh, but once the emperor took over, he shut that down. The empire controlled who supplied uh, all the Bacta, and they only allowed it to be made on Typhera. Uh, and then they would stockpile it on Bespin with our good buddy, Lando Calrithian. The rebels actually had a very limited supply of Bacta. It was hard to get, so it was real nice of them to use it on our boy Luke, though he did blow up the Death Star. He's the MVP of the rebellion. Of course, you're going to put that man in a Bacta tank. Use all the Bacta you got on this guy. Let the other ones die. That's what a Bacta tank is. It's mainly all about the Bacta juice. Uh, it's... I think it's a little OP, but you got to have it. It's important. Way to go, Star Wars. Way to go, Star Wars. Okay, and for our second bite-sized question, nom, 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 nom. Uh, what nom. are some of the weirdest things made with the Green Lantern ring? There have been some strange things made with the Green Lantern ring, uh, and a lot of them came from Kyle Rayner. Uh, he's made a giant teddy bear that he used to fight somebody, which is hilarious and funny. Uh, he also made a giant firefighter to put out like a building that was on fire. Just made like a giant, instead of just like making the water appear, he, he made a giant firefighter with a hose to spray down the building, which I think is funny. Uh, <laughs> he also, our boy Kyle Rayner, made a giant pirate ship to fly the Justice League through space. Uh, instead of just making a spaceship, he made like a pirate ship. It had like wenches on it. It, it was a little much. It's... Uh, our good buddy. When is the Green Lantern not too much? He is so extra with when yeah. he's using his Green Lantern ring. Well, I've learned that Kyle Rayner really went extra. I guess the writers during his his period as Green Lantern had a lot of fun. Uh, but our good buddy Hal Jordan, he's done some weird stuff too. Uh, the, the craziest thing, when he was having a little mental breakdown after Coast City was destroyed, 
he basically recreated the whole city and everyone that lived in it and went and had like crazy conversations with them while he was working through some of his own trauma. Uh, so that was like a little intense, like remaking a whole city that had been destroyed. Uh, Hal Jordan also made a super painkiller pill when he was trapped in a pain-inducing stasis field. He made like, he's like, I'm gonna make myself a painkiller, womp. <laughs> like, oh, you can just do that with the green, the ring? I hate this, I hate this world. Hate the Green Lantern so just like going to a rave and passing out MDMA that he's, he's like, making with his green ring. Oh yeah, he could be the ultimate up. drug dealer. Yeah, right? And then I, I got a, uh, another, a couple crazy ones from our boy Kyle Rayner again. Uh, he made kryptonite once after Martian Manhunter kind of stole the recipe from Superman's mind. He's like, boom, I made some kryptonite. Stay back, bitch. Uh, and then finally, the weirdest thing and probably the most intense thing, uh, Kyle Rayner made a functioning electric chair. Uh, he used this against Major Force. Uh, now, Major Force was the villain who put Kyle Rayner's girlfriend inside of a refrigerator, which was a very pivotal moment in comics uh, for pointing out that... Uh, Women are often treated very poorly in comics and used as, as uh, uh, very traumatic devices uh, and not treated as equally fair as the men in comics. Uh, so yeah, that was a moment, you know, it is what it is, but it's funny to think that tied to that story, you have the Green Lantern go and make an electric chair. He puts major force in it. He doesn't wind up killing him with it, but he definitely like shocks him a bunch of times. It's just very intense and very like, uh, I'm gonna think of a very elaborate way to use this ring to hurt yeah. you. Uh, so a bit much, wild. a bit much. The Green Lantern also, I think it was in Justice League War, where he, <laughs> if you guys are like, the Green Lantern's too wild, I need him to be toned down, go to Justice League War, where Batman is so smooth that he steals his ring. It's a, He literally, the Green Lantern's like, um, you're just a man in a suit. Why are you even fighting with us? And he's constantly <laughs> ragging on Batman. And he's like, you're just a man in a suit. And then finally Batman like smoothly takes his ring and he turns back into his normal self. And Batman's like, oh, so you're also just a man <laughs> with, Got with an assisted help. And it's so funny. It's so good. And then he you know, dies pretty <laughs> fast. So it's whatever. Um, yeah, he's a, yeah, those motherfuckers are enhanced. Well, he's enhanced. <laughs> that one's just a superhuman. Oh, Batman. Okay, time uh, going to another man that's a little bad and problematic. Uh, box of scraps. <laughs> oh, box of scraps. I'm talking about the guy. Put him in the game with a box of scraps. What's the actor's name that plays box of scraps? Um, Jeff I Bridges. Call him Jeff Bridges. I always want to call him Russell. Russell Crowe? No, I know the difference between those two. I think it's because when they were young, <laughs> I'm sure they were both auditioning for the same shit. So I'm constantly getting yeah. Kurt Russell and Jeff Bridges mixed up. But one's the dude and one's Big Trouble Little China. Okay. If you had to fall into one of the classifications we listed today, which one would it be and why? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. I mean, growing up, I always wanted to be like a mutant, but I, I that's really risky. You're really rolling the dice because you could get a really strange mutation. I wouldn't even want one of the ones we listed. I just want like peak human. I just want to be a peak human. Uh, like like Hawkeye. Like I want to be really alpha? good at something. <laughs> like an alpha? Yeah, yeah, but not like, I don't want to be a superhuman where people are like relying on me and I'm getting like tested on by the government. I just want to be a peak human, compete in the Olympics, get a couple sponsorships. That's all I need. That's all I need. I would love to be a superhuman clearly oh okay that'd be super cool but i you feel like i strength. wouldn't i want that strength but i feel like i would never have that opportunity so then i'm thinking i'd probably just be 
an enhanced individual because I want to be someone that's mm. smart enough to create my own technology for myself. Like uh, Peter oh, okay. Parker. It. Um, also, yeah. another enhanced individual in some universes. Um, enhanced because well, yeah. he got bit by a spider, which enhanced his abilities, but now he's definitely superhuman. Yeah, for sure. Well, we're talking, and we're talking six one six Peter Parker. If we're talking like we're talking six one six, yeah. If we're talking uh, Oscar Isaac and across the Spider Verse, he's definitely just enhanced. He just has a bunch of mechanical yeah. weaponry. He's just using oh. tech. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's just using tech. At the end of the day, sadly, I feel like I'd just be an alien. And then I'd be an alien oh, okay. on another world that does normal <laughs> Jessica things. So it wouldn't even be the that. cool kind of alien, like a Cree that's like, I have all this technology. I'd be making toast <laughs> on another planet. Beautiful. Not working because we don't have to work <laughs> on that planet. You see, we're more advanced in some ways. <laughs> to be a mutant would be so sick, though, except for the Terrigen Mist thing. Yeah. I would hate to be like a mutant and then be like, yeah, people are constantly trying to kill me with this this ball of fart <laughs> the terrigen mist <laughs> this terrigen, and it kills me it ki- it literally kills me i'm like this is great cool i yeah, i didn't being do anything cool but you gotta hope you get a good power and not a bad power well that's what i would like power. about the mutants it's like sky high i like that like people getting different powers like the boys how when they take camp- yeah. compound v it it's different for each one so i'm like yeah i yeah. would love to know what mine would be but it would have to be one i wouldn't want to be like mystique like I would not want to be Mystique. That would that you would be the one that turns heart. into a, a bird, a giant bird. Like that's not a or, good one. Or beast and permanently one. change. <laughs> I don't. I don't want that yeah. in my life. I don't want to permanently be like walking around. At first you're I like, want, oh man, I have these big hands and these big feet. I don't like that. And next yeah, thing you know, you're oh, blue fury. You're like, anything. oh, this is way worse. Yeah, I'd want to just be rogue and kill people. I'd be a villain. Oh. Though. <laughs> if I was Never rogue, I would absolutely oh, yeah, be you a would, villain. That's I would understood. Absolutely, That's understood. be a villain. Okay. You You're guys be would a villain in this scenario. Not see me because you guys would all be dead. I'd be like, touch me, touch you. Did Brandon eat my food? Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. I gotta go touch him. I gotta go touch him real quick. You're dead. Uh, you're dead. You're dead. You're dead. <laughs> And that is it for big question. But I do also want to see in the comments, you guys can tweet at us too. What would you choose to be? Or more realistically, yeah. what do you see yourself as? <laughs> <laughs> who do you see it, on the inside? Who do you, yeah, who are you on the inside? If you're in STEM, you're automatically enhanced because congratulations, <laughs> you can make anything and you would use that brain for intelligence. I'm not intelligent. I went to a liberal arts school. I majored in puppeteer theater. <laughs> You're Thank you, Brandon. You're so intelligent. I majored in puppeteer theater. Thank you, Brandon, for joining me for this episode. Uh, follow him at Grant and Barrick. Follow me at Lulu underscore Clemens. Follow new rock stars here on YouTube and all social media platforms. Make sure to hit that notification bell. And if you've got some big questions of your own, share them on the new rock stars Discord server. Uh, only catch, you have to be over 18. Doesn't seem like that bad of a deal. Um, click the link for the new rock stars Discord in the description below. Uh, like, subscribe, follow, and uh, go be a mutant. Yeah. <laughs> go be a mutant. Go, craw- go crawl on a wall. Go be a mutant. <laughs> <laughs>